0: His arms never disconnected in his arms i feel protected there's no place i'd rather rather be falling in love oh falling in love with jesus a little bit. Let's sing, um, I'm going to shake the sleepiness off of us. To, uh, we don't usually do this, so we're going to uh, change it up a little bit. Let's sing, um, There's Power in the Blood. Do we know that one? You think so? Okay, good. Well, would you be free from your breath in the sand? There's Wider than snow in the blood, power in the blood. sin saints have lost amen, life giving flow, there's wonderful power in the blood. Oh, there is power, wonder work. One more time, there's power. Oh, there is power, wonderworking power in the blood of the Lamb. There is power, wonderworking power in the precious blood of the Lamb. Amen. Amen. Let's sing, uh, meeting that one in a long time and i like that one you have heard of little Moses in the bulrush. rush you have heard of fearless David and his sling you have heard the story told of dreaming Joseph and of Jonah and the whale you often sing now there are many many others through the bible I would like to meet them all, I do declare, by and by the Lord will surely let us meet them at that pain. Amen. He'll be the leading one at that meeting. In the air. Many things will there be missing at that meeting. For the mourners bench will have no place at all. There will never be a sermon preached to sinners. For the sinner had refused to heed the call. Warning over wayward loved ones There will be no lonely nights of pleading prayer And all our burdens and our anguish amen will be lifted at that day All altogether. All the skeptics will be absent on that day. There will be no grumblers present to disturb us, and the Akins will be busy far away. There the saints will have his seal upon their foreheads, dressed in raiment, none but ransom ones can wear. All who have the wedding garments, amen, will be present at that meeting in the air. Oh, there is going to be a meeting in the air in that sweet, sweet by, by. And I am going to meet you, meet you over there in that home beyond the sky. I'm mortal ear It'll be glorious I do. Uh, let's sing, um, we know that song, It's a Highway to Heaven. Do we know that song here? It's, yeah. it's a highway to heaven. None can put up there but the pure in heart. It's a highway. You're not walking, start while I'm talking, walking up the king's highway. Highway, you'll be confessing there is a blessing walking up the King's Highway. Well, it's a highway to heaven. None can walk up there but the pure in heart. It's a high. The highway to heaven walking up the king's highway. Amen. We're gonna uh, open the service in a word of prayer. We're gonna ask the ushers to come at the same time. We're gonna do this all in once. We've got um, you can just play bring all your needs to the altar, Sister Becky. Um, Don't really have any other new prayer requests Other than what we brought up Uh, this morning We just want to continue to remember um, Brother Jonathan Mayo, Who is away The parks that are uh, in Scotland Uh, We want to continue to remember the drums Uh, Brother Mike Pritchard We want to remember him in prayer Sister Tracy Rayburn, remember her. I want to continue to remember our sister Trish, uh, who's getting near to having a listen Monza the so we just want to remember her in prayer. Uh, the Browns that are uh, traveling back uh, today, we want to continue to remember them. ask you just to re- continue to remember Ethan, who's uh, still recovering. Brother Matt. Cross, if I could ask you to come and open the service and prayer and, and just uh, needs and then uh, just pray over the offering. Let's just bow our heads.
1: Lord Jesus, we count it a blessing to be gathered together again in your presence this evening. Father, Lord, with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord Jesus. And Lord, as human beings, Lord, really only being able to look back and see things in perspective, Lord. Looking back, we can see that our lives are just full of your goodness, Lord Jesus. We come with thanksgiving in our hearts, Lord, to petition you, Lord, for the needs that have been brought before us this evening, Lord Jesus. And Father, our past being full of your goodness and your grace and mercy towards us, Lord Jesus, We just look with faith and thanksgiving to the future, Lord, knowing you're willing and able to minister to each and every one of those needs, Lord, out of the abundance of your goodness and your mercy, Lord, your desire to be a savior and a healer to us, Father. We pray that you would minister to each need, each heart, Lord, that's yearning to draw a little closer to you, Father. We pray that you'll reach out this evening and take hold of our hearts, Lord Jesus. We pray that you'll ease our minds, Lord Jesus, the things that trouble us. Father, we just cast those on the altar now and pray that the Holy Spirit would come down and consume them, Lord, so you can speak to our hearts, Lord Jesus, and comfort our minds, Lord, and give us strength for the week that lays ahead. And Father, we'll always be careful to give you the thanks and all the glory and honor. In Jesus' name, amen.
0: Amen. Uh, As they come by with the offering plate, you may be seated. Turn and shake hands with those that are around you. Welcome them to the service. I'm going to ask Heidi, Lily, and Sean, I guess they've got a song, if they can make their way up now. Come on up. That would be great. As they're coming up, just a couple uh, reminders for announcements. Um, Next Friday, this coming Friday, is a youth meeting at 6 p.m., in the fellowship hall, please remember to see Sister Rachel Coffee. Um, please let her know if you're coming, and that's Friday at 6 p.m. Also, next Sunday after the morning service, just to remind everybody that uh, you should have an email from um, uh, the deacons' wives uh, on. Uh, we're doing Mitch and Megan's um, little, I guess, welcome. To married life here, so uh, we're going to doing a dinner for them, and we're looking forward to Brother Keith's uh, smoking uh, the meat. So um, just uh, don't forget about that as well. Amen. God bless you. To have Brother Burley here. Uh, yeah. Amen. Let's sing, um, I Bless Your Name in Prisoner's Chains. <laughs> in Prisoner's Chains with bleeding stripes. All inside Let's pray that night And in their pain Oh, began to see Their chains were loosed And they were free And I bless your name I bless your name, I give you honor, give you praise, you are the light, oh the truth, the way, I bless your name, I bless your name some midnight hour if you should find your are in a prison in your mind reach out and pray oh defy those chains They will fall in Jesus' name And I bless your name I bless your name I give you honor Give you praise truth away and I bless your name I bless your name let's sing that last verse again so midnight hour if you should find you're in you're in a prison in your mind Oh can make his way, him and Brother Burley. Let's sing Coming Back to the Heart of Worship as they're coming. Keep coming back to the heart of worship. Can we have the words? Here we go, yeah. When the music fades, when the music fades, Just too long. When the music fades And all is stripped away And I simply come We're longing just to bring Something that's of worth That will bless your heart I'll bring you more than a song Song in itself is not what you have required. You search much deeper within to the way things appear. You're looking into my heart. Oh, I'm coming back to the heart of worship, and it's all sorry Lord thing I've made it when it's all about you yes it's all about you Jesus I'm coming back the heart of worship and it's all about you yes it's all about you Jesus I'm sorry Lord the thing I've made It's all about you. Yes, it's all about
2: you, Jesus. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Well, we're glad that all of you are here tonight, and uh, we appreciate you making the effort to come back uh, this evening, and we trust that God will have something to deposit in your heart tonight that you can take home with what we heard this morning. And uh, you'll be blessed and fed through, this, uh, through these next few days. You know what? No matter how many good services we've had, we just always feel like I come with an empty cup and I want to lift it up and have the Lord fill it again. And that's just the, the, the nature of the believer, and um, that's, that's a good thing to do is present your, uh, your vessel to him. I want to sing that little chorus, There's None Like You, No One Else Can Touch My Heart Like You Do, and we're going to not delay, we're going to turn it over to Brother Burley. Brother Burley never needs an introduction in this church, and uh, I consider him a friend and a co-worker uh, in the kingdom, and all of you, I'm sure, know him, and uh, we are glad and honored to have him tonight. He left his church right after service and took off and came up here tonight, and uh, I appreciate him making that effort. So uh, you, uh, I know it's Sunday night, but this is going to be a little bit different, so you people on the front row, just get your seatbelts on, and it's going to be a service, all right? We're going to have church. And um, just pull on that gift. Remember now, you're half, okay? It's easy to kind of load it all onto the preacher and let him pull, but you're half, so you have to do your half as well. Good to have all the folks in this section over here who were not here this morning, but are here tonight. God bless you. Good to have you. Uh, here with us. There's none like you, and no one else can touch my heart like you do. Brother Burley, we're going to turn it right over to you. There is none like you. No one else can touch my heart
3: like you do. this evening amen. there is none like him god bless you it's good to be in the house of the lord and uh opportunity to be here to, to be with you this evening uh, i told brother barry uh won't try to be long and we just like to just get into the scriptures amen it's been a minute since we've been up this way but by god's grace we're here amen let's turn to matthew chapter 6 Matthew chapter 6 and uh, verse 24. So no man can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. Amen, you may be seated. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading of his word. And let's go to Luke chapter 14. Luke chapter 14, verse 25. It says in Luke 14, 25. And there went great multitudes with him, and he turned and said unto them, If any man come to me, I hate not his father and mother and wife and children and brethren and sisters. Yea, in his own life also he cannot be my disciple. Another scripture, Matthew chapter 18 Matthew chapter 18 and 8. It says, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off, cast them from thee, it is better for thee to enter into life, halt or maimed, rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out, cast it from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life with one eye rather than having two eyes to be cast into a hail fire. Amen. Those are some interesting scriptures, isn't it? Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, God bless you. Um, I I told Brother Barry... I said, Brother, I'll just preach to your young people tonight. And uh, that's what's on my heart. So, so that title I gave you, Brother, you scratch that out. That ain't going to work. Because <laughs> I was just thinking about some things uh, in the time that we're living in. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. It's a lot of pressure on everybody. Yeah. But, you know, uh, I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe that when uh, a person is born again, you're going to go through battles, you're going to have pressures, but you got something inside of you. Great is he that is in you, that is in the world. And it's a statement I make a lot, even at my own church. There's no way in the world you'll overcome this age without the baptism of the Holy Ghost. It's not going to happen. I don't care how smart you think you are or what you know and all of that. Without the baptism of the Holy Spirit, you will not overcome this age. You know, uh, dealing with even young people in this day and time, uh, they actually know the message. They know it. They hear it preach and preach and preach, and it sticks in your subconscious. You know what's right. You know what's wrong. But the problem, they haven't heard the voice of God. You know, Samuel... When he was a child, when he was weaned from his mother's breast, he stayed with Eli all of that time until he became a grown man. And the Bible tells us he did the service of the Lord. Amen. He knew how to do the service of the Lord. He knew how to act. He, He knew every bit of those things. But one beautiful thing about Samuel, him being young and Eli's sons being corrupt, they did not corrupt him. But Samuel, he knew every move to make, every altar. He knew it all. But when God spoke to him, he didn't know the voice of God. But he knew all the actions and the ways. And when God finally spoke to him, he didn't know the voice of God. He went to Eli. And then God spoke to him again. He went to Eli. And then finally he told him, Say, here am I, my son, when you hear it. So that goes to show you, you can know all of the services of the Lord and still don't even know the voice of God. And that's what's really, we don't uh, kind of been produced in this day and time. People don't really want to hear the true voice of God. And the voice of God had to speak to you directly in your heart. And you got to know it's him. When Samuel heard the voice of God, God spoke directly to him. and He went to the priest. So sometimes you get people, that get confused. God speaking to them. They always want to run to the pastor, run to the pastor. No, you got to come to a place in your life. You know, this is God speaking to me and I know God's voice. So we got so many things happening today, but I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit that it makes no difference what can come and whatever happens. We've been prophesizing in every age if you read Revelation That to him that overcome, to him that overcome. So I believe in predestination that we've been predestined to overcome this age as well. How many of you believe that? But you know the devil got all sorts of uh, traps and snares laid for each and every one of us. Adults, young and all, he have traps laid there for us. But we thank God. That I believe the Lord can give you discernment. He can speak to your heart. Tell you which direction to go. and Which area to be. God can do that if you listen to him. You know uh, salvation. I'm just working my way up to something. Uh, when I come to the Lord. 36 years ago. It was him calling me. Me not calling him. Right. Yeah. And I can always go back to my own experience. When, I, when God called me. I had no interest in trying to figure out how could I stay close to the world and still serve the Lord. It just wasn't even there. My interest was, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do I need to stop? Uh, what, 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 how dressed? What, 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 what do you want? Not a preacher beating me down, had to keep telling me, what do you want me to do? That was my desire and still is today. Because it was an inward work taking place on the inside. With that being said, I don't care who you are, when you really want to serve the Lord, there's not a devil out of hell will stop you. You're going to be perseverant. You're going to press forward. Even though things and problems might be around you, there's nothing going to stop you because you're hungry and you just want to be more and more closer to him. Because you got so many excuses today for people to fall and not serve the Lord and people have built up a image that circumstances are greater than God and circumstances and things don't happen don't become excuses and all that stuff. I'm here to tell you brothers and sisters it's been prophesied God is going to have a bride that's going to overcome everything on the face of this earth that the devil has to bring to her. But we have to be willing and honest with ourselves and just, uh, uh, I'm just that type of person. This, I just like honesty. Even if somebody don't like me, if they can tell me and be honest, I still respect that. Because if I don't like them, I'll tell them that. That's, that's fair. I mean, that's fair. But honesty will just take you a long way, and that's what I believe. So we read here in the scripture, and it's blunt. It's just pretty blunt. And I read it because Jesus said it. No man can serve two masters. You're either going to serve God or you're not. You're either going to love him or you're not. It's it's not that in between. And that's what I just want to focus on because I do know I understand struggles. I understand struggles that people go through in life. I understand all those things. But I always focus on deliverance. I always focus on the higher power that God can take you through those things because sometimes people want to tell you all of their problems and invite you to a pity party. And all you talk about is problems. But if you never talk about the solution, when you, when you finish your meeting, all you know, this brother got a problem or the sister got a problem, no deliverance. So I like to talk about the deliverance part, that God can deliver. Amen. And, uh, and I'm not trying to be blunt. Well, yeah, I am. I'm just being honest with you. You can't get Burley Williams to believe that two people got the Holy Spirit and can't get their house in order yeah. with a husband and wife. You can't get me to believe that. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. Because when you are born again, you're able to take the word of God and judge yourself. That's right. Hello? something's wrong. And I'm going to give you the three things I believe that is wrong. The things that I believe, somebody ain't got the Holy Ghost. One person ain't got it, the other one could have it. Hello? Then another problem could be both have the Holy Spirit, but just don't become selfish. Would not humble themselves to the word of God and let the word of God correct them. I'm telling you these things from experience, from a young man, even growing up, me and my wife, no wisdom and nothing. Growing up, all these problems and stuff, but it had to come to a reality. Wait a minute. I have to find myself in the scripture, what type of man I'm supposed to be. And she need to find herself in the scripture, what type of woman she's supposed to be, and let that word correct her. Can we say praise the Lord? Because when you judge yourself, you don't have to have nobody else to judge you. When you can look into the word and say, I'm wrong, I'm not right, forgive me for my attitude, forgive me for my way. But there's so much selfishness today because of pressure. When pressure hits people so much, they go into a survival mode to do or say whatever they need to do so they can feel comfortable with themselves and justify their own wrongful ways. But them things have to die because we are in the age of maturity. Can we say praise the Lord? Amen. But no man can serve two masters. He's going to love one or he's going to hate the other. But, you know, I want to share something with the young people to show you how the enemy works. Uh, It's a little drama that I do. I've done it several times. Some of you probably even seen it online, but I'm gonna do it again because that's what's on my heart It's just to paint an image of how the enemy would like to try to trap you into some things. And it's very easy to fall into traps if you ain't careful. I'm speaking young and I'm speaking old. And we got traps for young people, traps for adults. The devil got them laid out everywhere. Is that right? Yeah. The devil has many different ways to deceive. Yeah. But God got only one way for salvation. Yeah. Amen. Everything that we need is in the word of God. If we just apply it to ourselves and apply it to our lives. Now I want to do something. And uh this is not uh rehearsed, so the person I'm gonna call might shock you a little bit, but it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting, amen. Where's Peter Coffee? Where's your children? Where's your wife? Come up here for a minute, please. Are we all right tonight? Um, I'm just uh, just relaxing myself. You know, I thank you' all for your prayers. You've really been through a lot. You can just sit right there. Just really been through a lot, but uh, we have the victory. Amen. Amen. The devil don't try so many things and still is, but I'm just not one of those type of person that'll give up too easy. I'm just a fighter. I mean, I just keep pressing on because I know the devil, he's nothing but a liar. Amen. 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 But no man can serve two masters. If you will, turn to Exodus 21 for a moment. I want to read a scripture. Exodus chapter 21. And we want to go down to uh, verse 1. I just really, if I want to expose anything tonight, I want to expose the devil. (laughs) Amen. How he's so tricky and sly, the things that he does. In Exodus chapter 21, In verse 1, it said, these are the judgments which thou shouldst set before them. If thou buy a Hebrew servant, six years he shall serve. And in the seventh, he shall go out free for nothing. If he came in by himself, he shall go out by himself. If he were married, then his wife shall go out with him. Verse 4, if his master have given him a wife... And she hath borne him sons or daughters, the wife and her children shall be her masters, and he shall go out by himself. And if the servant shall plainly say, "I love my master, my wife, my children, I will no, I will not go out free." Then his master shall bring him to the judges, he shall also bring him to the door or into the doorpost, and his master shall bore his ear through with them all and he shall serve him forever. That's a pretty interesting scripture, isn't it? Yeah. But if you notice in the scriptures, all of them that I read, it dealing with family relationship. Father, mother, wife, children, when you bring all these scriptures together. But I want to just talk for you just a moment on Exodus 21 for a moment. Uh let me get Peter to come up here a minute. This is not for entertainment. This is just for a visual to show you a point. Now, in the Bible, when uh, a man can get in some hardships and things, God had laws, how that a man could actually sell himself to a master and work seven years. And then when the seven years is up, he can go free. So those things, God set these things in the Bible patterns for a purpose and for a reason. Now, in this case... I'm going to be the master and he's going to be the guy that got into some debt and needs some help. But he's single. Y'all with me so far? He's a single man, but he knows the laws of God that I got a way I can get out of this. So let me take my rights. So now I'm just going to talk to it. Now, Peter comes to me. Come on up. And i'm a, and i'm a and i'm a master i got property i got plenty of money i got it all and now he recognized i need some help so now peter comes to me he's a single man and he say sir i just counted down on my luck but i understand the laws of the bible i need some help and i understand that i can come work for you for seven years i can pay off my debt and then i can go on my way and then me and him makes an agreement I said that is correct. I think I can help you. I can give you a job and you can get your debts paid. So we made an agreement. Now he's single. Okay. Now he goes out and he starts working. Working on my little plantation or however you want to call it. He's working. And he's doing a good job. He's working. (laughs) Now He's working on the job. And I'm watching him. And I like him. So now I'm walking around. Man, I really like this guy. He's a hard worker. Pay attention to the story, please. I really like him. Hmm. But one day I'm going to lose him. I sure don't want to lose him. I like to keep him. I don't want him to be free. i like to keep this guy. What can I do? Hmm, wait a minute. What's your name? Rachel. There's a girl I got that I own. And her name is Rachel. She belongs to me. What can I do about this situation? I don't want to lose this guy. Hmm. So, what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna show you how the masters work. Now, I'm gonna talk to Rachel. Say, Rachel, now you know I own you. I bought your family. Y'all belong to me. But I need you to do something for me. There's this young man, he's uh, working for me now. I really like him. I kind of I think I want y'all to, to meet. Now, I'm having a conversation with her. He have no idea what I got in my mind. So Rachel, what I need you to do while he's working for me, I want you to just say nothing to him. Just walk by and smile. Don't say nothing. That's what I want you to do while he's working. And he looks at her. And she just walks away. Come on back around. Keep working. You know. Hold on a minute. See, you're getting too comical. You'll miss the whole scenery. She didn't have to say nothing to it. Just passing by is enough. See, what don't happen now Just that little smile she give him is now in his subconscious. That's how the devil works. Now it's in his subconscious. Now Rachel come back to me. Say, good job. Good job. Good job. She know he's a church goer. He likes church. I actually found out what church you go to. Okay. What I want you to do is go to that service. Why he's at church? Peter's at church. Go sit, sit, sit right there. Well, I want them to see you. He's at church. Now, Rachel, when you go to church, make sure you sing a special. I just want you to sing a special. That's all I need you to do. So now, church service is going, and Peter is clapping his hand, and all of a sudden. He so said, we got a sister in the church. She came today. She want to sing a special. Let i sing a special. Go ahead, my sister. <laughs> now she sang a special. That's it. I walk off. That's it. Now Peter goes back to work after service. I wonder what's going on in Peter's mind now. Hmm. So days go by, days go by. I said, now, let me see what I need to do. Introduction. What don't happen, she don't cross this path a couple of times. He don't see her a couple of times, not really saying nothing. But now my plan is working perfectly. So now I instruct Rachel. and oh, Rachel, what I want you to do, I'm going to be talking to Peter in a moment. I want you to just show up, just walk up, okay? That's what I want you to do, okay? Peter don't know it. So now I say, Peter! I just give a lot of you young people say, my man! <laughs> <laughs> me and Peter, me, we just talking. How you been, I really, you've been doing good and I appreciate that, man, you're doing a good job. Uh, oh, Rachel, where you, where you come from? How you doing? I'm just talking, you know. Peter, he works for me, and uh, we just chatting. And uh, Peter, this is Rachel. Hey, and yeah, you you guys never met, Uh, no? No, 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 no. no. But okay, Uh, She just, she, you know, she works for me too, and you work for me, too. I just, it's just a coincidence. She just pops up. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Um, But anyway, Peter, you know, you're single, and She's single, and I'm just saying. I'm not trying to instigate. No, I'm just saying. But you know, if you would like to, maybe y'all guys just go out and talk sometimes. Uh, text, Facebook, Messenger. Just there ain't nothing wrong with that. There's really nothing wrong with that. Just, you're just you just communicate. You you you. I just. Other words, you got my permission. So times go by. They're texting text. Back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, and just over time, over time. And now something is happening. Yeah. They're building relationship yeah. through the text. So then all of a sudden, Peter gets excited. He said, I, I like her. He said, I'm going to go talk to that Burley, that, that master. I'm going to go talk to him because I, 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 really, I really like her. I'm going to see what he says. So he comes to me. <clears throat> he said, Burley, um, you the one mentioned it to me that I'm single and she's single. And that's true. And uh, I, I really would like to talk to her more. And, uh, and I was wondering, could I have your permission to do it? See, when he asked me then I go like, mm, I don't know. Sure, yeah, he can. Because <laughs> I got a plan. He don't know it. I say you have my permission. Now, they get a little closer and a little closer and a little closer. Time goes by. Times go by. And they really got closer. So now he comes to a place he wants to marry her. He comes to me. Sir, I would like to have your permission to marry her. And I'd go fake it again. <sighs> Oh, okay you got my permission so now they get married dun, 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 dun. happy everybody happy and so forth and time is going by they really don't fell in love and our children don't come into the picture now they got children everybody just so happy and uh, smiling he's working hard children but then they begin to talk to each other Peter said, you know honey something is going to happen now it's seven years it's almost up by the way tomorrow the years is up do you know what that means? we can go free they get excited We can go free. We can be free now. No more working for the master. We can be free. Very, very happy. He said, then they look, say, now what are we going to do, Dad? He said, now we're going to go talk to the master. So they come to me. And I'm smiling. How y'all doing? Good. And he said, you know, I paid my part. I worked seven years. I've done what you told me to do. And in this seven years is up. I said, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. And he says, I appreciate you giving me the work and really helping me out. I have my family. I want to thank you for that. I said, well, you, no, no problem. No problem. He said, well, sir, so with that being said, uh, today is the day of our freedom. And uh, according to the law, which the Lord gave Moses, I can go free now. I said, that is correct. That's correct. And then... He begins to walk off with his family. And I go, whoa, 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 whoa. But remember now, true, you can go free according to the law. But if I remember correctly, when you come to me, you was by yourself. And if I remember correctly, according to the law, you know the devil like to use the word too. If I remember correctly, if you brought a wife with you, she could leave with you, but I don 't think you did. If I remember correctly, if I gave you a wife, she's still mine, the children mine. Now you can go free, but they belong to me so According to what you and I just talked about, we got to make a choice here. Now, you can go free. But they can't. They belong to me. But if you want to stay, become my slave, y'all can stay together, one big old family. But I can't make you, it's up to you. Do you want to leave them and you go free? Have all your freedom? Or do you want to just stay one big happy family and become my slave? The choice is yours. You're going to stay together. So now you belong to me. Now I got to bore your ear. You can never no longer hear freedom because now you belong to me. Let me ask y'all a question. Did he make the right choice? No, but what made him make the choice? He got connected to things that the devil orchestrated to come into his life. Now he got to make a choice. I can be free. Oh, I can stay in bondage with these things, but now I'm attached. Yes. You see, young people, all through your life, the devil brings things in your life to get you attached. Yes. Get you so attached. Yes. Then when God starts dealing with your heart, it becomes a fight. Yes. It becomes a fight. I could serve the Lord and be free, but I'm attached to my friends. I'm attached to this is situation. I have to repent of this situation. But I want to be free, but I'm attached. You see, that's why Jesus said, except you hate mother, father, sister. See now, he love wife, children, more than freedom. But I trapped him, I tricked him into that. And the devil does the exact same things. He made the wrong choice. He gave away freedom for bondage. And let me tell you something. You get yourself, young people, trapped in all these kind of things when God has called you to be free. But you can get yourself wrapped up into so much stuff and you get sold out to bondage. Let me tell you something. This music, these movies, these games... And all kind of this stuff is bondage and traps laying behind them. And you get so caught up into it until you get them blind and you can't even see it. Y'all can sit down now. Let's give him a hand. But Peter, you had to look at your family to who he came so close to. It's so hard for him to walk away did y'all know in the book of Ezra when the children of Israel was in Babylon and when they come out of Babylon to be free the 70 years was up they had married women the Bible called them strange white women they had had children but when they got with Ezra and Nehemiah that was a problem that was a problem and they challenged them They said, look at the situation we're in. Y'all doing the same thing Solomon did. And now y'all going to bring a curse upon us? And they threw a challenge. If y'all want to go on in this restoration process and serve the Lord, you got to put away the strange wives. You got to put away the children if you want to move on. And you know what they did in the book of Ezra? They put them away. That's why to serve the Lord Jesus Christ, you're going to have to be willing to put away whatever he wants you to put away because they become traps. And if you notice in the scripture we read, it's family relationships that he named, mama, father, sister, brother, family relationship because there's a lot of times where the traps are at. But then you go to the book of Luke, he add more to it, forsaken houses, forsaken lands. See, them can be bondages. Them can be traps. That's why he said, if the eye offend you, cut it off. If your foot offend, cut it off. He don't mean for you to literally do it. He's giving a parable. That whatever that's going to come in your way and be a block between you and me, God said, cut it off. But look at the traps all through the times. What the devil do to the young people and old, and then they had to come to some tough decisions. Yeah, sure. What am I gonna do now? Cause now I'm trapped with this decision. Many parents get trapped, compromising with their children over the word of God. And then when something comes to them, they face something, they make a decision. Yeah. Now they are trapped. If I do this, I lose my child. But if I compromise a little more, I can keep my child and we still can be a happy family. No. That's why you have to stay with that word. Regardless of family, friends, whatever. Stay with what is true. And if you lose friends and family, guess what? God gives them back. He gives you more. But you've got to be willing to take that life of sacrifice. That life that I'm willing to walk alone with the Lord Jesus Christ, then yet I'm not alone because he is with me. Tricks of the masters. It's just why the prophet said, the Catholics teach when somebody marry a Catholic, teach them and make them promise to raise their children Catholic. See, tricks of the slave masters. And that's all through these days of life, business opportunities can be traps Somebody can offer you a business proposition. You say, yeah, yeah. And then when you take it, they don't tell you the end of it. Yeah. They get you wrapped up into it. I don't think you're going to be able to. I need you Wednesday. I'm going to need you Wednesday. Yeah, sure. Then on. you'll be like, okay, maybe one Wednesday won't hurt. Okay, 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 okay. At the end, say, well, this job really good. I'm going to get some good money. My family, we're really doing good. They say, we're really going to need some mandatory things on a Sunday. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. We, we're going to need you. Then the reality sets, reality sets, what have I done? God never gives you nothing that'll keep you out of his service. That's not the way he operates. But there are traps everywhere. And no man can serve two masters. Can we say praise the Lord? So I say that to your young people. Be very, very careful who your friends are, who you hang around, who's talking to you, because a lot of times it's traps. And I don't see a lot of traps to some young men that was behind beautiful eyes. I don't see a lot of traps for a young girl that were behind some little chest sticking out and big muscles. Traps. But when you get so excited about something, you just don't, you can't see it. Because it's something that your flesh is designed, something that you want, you begin to blind everything that's out that's spiritual. You just put it out. Yeah. And then when reality hit, what have I done? I'm in a trap. So the preaching of the gospel, as your pastor preach, different ones preach. Sometimes people get tired of hearing rebuking. They get tired of hearing correction. But if your spirit is right, you'll thank God for it. Because he is trying to stir you to the right direction and not into the wrong direction. That's the God that we serve. So my message to you, young people, be careful of the traps. And you can, and by you knowing the message, knowing the word, you know what's right. You know what's wrong. But when you make them choices yourself to override what's right, Only thing happened to put more demons on you, more spirits on you, and it'll be harder and harder to break through. When God is just simply speaking to you, telling you, I love you. You're my son. You're my daughter. I got better things for you. That's the enemy trying to trap you. Don't look at a preacher trying to trap you. Don't look at your parents trying to trap you. No, it's the devil trying to trap you. The Bible said our adversary, the devil. It didn't say adversary, mama, daddy, husband, wife, pastor, deacon. Nope, the devil. He is the evil one that we need to expose. So may the Lord Jesus Christ bless you. Can we give the Lord a hand? Amen. God bless you for the band. Praise the Lord.
2: God bless you, Brother brother Burley. That took 40 minutes. And I'm thinking, there's a lot to think about in there in that 40 minutes. Because when he asked if Peter made the right decision, most of you said nothing. Because you know what? It got complicated pretty quickly, didn't it? If he's married, got kids, and now there's all kinds of interconnections here, and this is not easy now. You have to think, well, there's a part of me wants to let go, and a part of me doesn't want to let go, and... And what the devil is good at is making it more complicated all the time, all the time. To, to dig you deeper into that hole. And I'll tell you what, saints of God, that's why we have the word. So that we can know all of his tactics and recognize them when he shows up. Because every promise that he ever gives people to try to trap them always looks good, feels good. He's a master at making the wrong thing look really right. That'll give you something to think about. Because you can't serve two masters. Let's have our musicians slip up here tonight. I think God's really given us something to think about tonight. I think it's been good for us to be in the house of the Lord. and I've seen a lot of young people, and you know as a pastor, Brother Burley will tell you, every pastor will tell you that they hear at some point, Oh pastor, I won't miss a Wednesday night. I had a, <laughs> one fellow who came to his pastor, and he said, this is when the old days when they had the old VCR machines, you know, and they just came out, and he bought one for his family. And he, the pastor kind of, you know, gave him the, the nod, you know, well, hey, I don't know about that. And he said, hey, pastor, don't you worry. If this thing ever gets a hold of me, I'll quit coming to church. Okay. The devil is good at laying traps. He's really good at laying traps. And I have found in, in life, it's better not to get involved than to get involved and then try to get out. It's just better not to get involved. But in order for you not to get involved, you've got you to recognize the first, voice you, the first voice of temptation. You've got to recognize that as temptation. And one of, the, one of the most important questions you'll ever ask, is that God speaking to me or is that the enemy speaking to me? And one of the things that's always true, like Brother Burley said, God will never ask you to do anything that's contrary to his word. That would be be contrary to the nature of God, to ask you to do something that's contrary to the word of God. I think that was really good. Some sermons make you want to run and shout. Other sermons want to make you sit and think. And whenever you're faced with a situation, I think this is a good thing to remember. This is a good thing to recall because God wants you to be discerning. And the closer we get to where it's gonna be just like it would deceive the very elected, if possible, your discernment's gotta be proportionally better than the deceiver out there who's proportionally better than he was through the ages. We've been made more than conquerors, overcomers in in this life. Let's stand to our feet this evening here. Let's just worship him a little bit here this evening here and ponder on what God has said. We've been made more than conquerors overcomers in this life. We've been made Victorious! It's through, through the blood of Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. Yes, we we've been made are, more
0: than conquerors. conquerors we well overcomers in this life. The blood of Jesus Christ.
2: day on this note you've given us great things to think about and how cunning and how sly the enemy really is and how subtle he is with his propositions things that look good and things that feel good things that come across our path and we think are quite normal yet Lord that's not always your will so Father we pray that you'd help us to use excellent discernment in a deceptive hour and whatever it takes lord may we learn these lessons early may we practice the skills and the lord the principles that you've given to us that we might avoid falling into these traps lord may our hand always be in your hand when we rise in the morning till we lay down at night have your way lord we pray touch every heart touch every young person lord father and even all of these that are gathered here tonight lord those that will listen father may we take may we take stock lord of the age that we're living in and how the enemy would love to fight so much lord to drag us down to cloud our hearts and our decisions our vision lord from from expressing the heart of god help us lord i pray help us each one because lord we need you Minister to those who are sick tonight, we pray. Father, we think of Sister uh, Rachel Pritchard who's here tonight, Lord, and her grandfather slipping away from this earth, Lord. Father, may you just take control of that situation and ease his suffering, Lord, we pray. Lord, so many other situations, we commit them into your hands with confidence, trusting and believing, Lord, that... You have a purpose for our gatherings. You have a purpose, Lord, for the fivefold ministry in this last day. You have a purpose, Lord, for keeping us here so long in this late hour. Lord, the very best thing we can do is just commit our ways to you. We love you and we thank you. We ask your blessing now upon our week. We thank you, Lord, for bringing Brother Burley our way. Father, I pray that you would give him strength. Renew to him, Lord, what he's given to us, we pray. We ask all these things in Jesus' lovely name Amen It's Jesus Sing it as you go tonight May God bless you Thank you for being here tonight It's Jesus I really want to see, the more
0: I see of this world. See you. on.